Hey everybody, another episode of The Still Chat. I know you guys missed me, I missed you all, but today I have a super special guest. If you listen to Sports & Coffee, which you absolutely should, um, then you know my co-host, Coach Chris Clark. How are you today, sir? I'm doing good, D. I'm glad to be on. Uh, you, you don't so have to get I the smooth and sexy voice for the people. That's, like. that's, that's how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, welcome to the show. Um, if you guys don't know uh, Coach Chris, he has coached in the NFL and in college, uh, NFL with the Carolina Panthers, college with Southern University. Um, so today, I want to pick your brain a little bit. You are unbiased, mm -hmm. right, when it comes to unbiased. the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I really want to talk to you about um, the Steelers' defense. They're looking like Swiss cheese, okay? And I don't see comfort in a, a Mike Tomlinism. I don't see comfort in the fact that there are significant injuries on this defense, but uh, I want to get your take on what you think about the Steelers' defense. So my first take is I'm not gonna say Swiss cheese. I mean, your best your best players hurt. Yeah. You need pass, you need a pass rush. Mika's there, but to me, Mika's been on the, he's been on the injury report the last what three weeks. Uh yeah uh huh this well two two yeah. So he's not a hundred percent, and again. TJ Watt's not there. I mean, we saw against the Bengals when TJ was playing, what happened? So, he I just... mean, yeah. The pass rush obviously isn't there. Um, Alex Hasmith has been, has been trying, but that secondary um, is just getting wiped out. Like, it, injuries, um, you know, just been getting picked on. Quarterbacks are just targeting, and it's it's sad. Um, so if you had any advice, if you were DC, what would you do? So it's also the DC's not helping with it. The secondary's not, but you have to bring more blitz package. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that Tomlin hasn't stepped in yet. I'm also surprised we haven't seen things that Brian Flores has did in New England and in Miami. So it's like I feel like they're like this. We got 39 back there. We okay. That's, that's not the case, though. Without your pass rush and Hot Smith, I mean, he's doing what he, he's, he can, but he doesn't have TJ there. TJ demands a double team. Mm -hmm. Like, example, the Bengals game. He literally took over that game by himself because they had no answer for him. When they double team him, what happened? You've seen Hot Smith, Miles Jack, other guys making plays. And I know everybody's not a fan of uh, what's, uh, Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon? But okay, look, yeah. He's doing what he can. Yeah, and he's also hurt too. So uh, yeah, he'll, not, he'll probably be out for another two. I don't know. Uh, he's already missed uh, two games already. So who knows? Um, Cam Sutton also injured. Levi Wallace also um, injured. I mean, that secondary is so beat up. We should be getting Terrell Edmonds back. He was in concussion protocol, missed the game against the Bills. Um, you know, just guys left and right. And Minka, Minka hasn't practiced all week. So. I don't know <laughs> how they recovered from this. That's not even talking about Larry Okajobi, who's also injured. Um, Cam Hayward, who's still like nursing this elbow arm situation. And, and I think he has another injury as well. Uh, just piles on piles and piles. I'm not trying to make excuses, but nobody on this defense, maybe like two people, three people um, out of starting lineup might be healthy. Um, so, you know, also I to your offense, know. your offense is not helping the defense when they're going three and out. Yeah, 
Yeah, so they're tired. <laughs> and and that's what happens. Fatigue sets in. These guys are, are getting banged up left and right. That's been one of my biggest complaints all, I mean, all season. But the, the first part of the season, even in the Bengals game, they were out there just too many minutes. Um, and and I, I'll talk yeah. to you about the offense a little bit here. Uh, what do you see, now that we had a change of quarterbacks, um, and you saw a, a lot more of Kenny Pickett, uh, last week against the Bills. What did you see good and what did you see bad? The good I saw was he bought swagger to the to the offense. I hate that word. And also, I hate the word swagger, but go ahead. Which, what do you mean? But he did, though. <laughs> and then NFL young boy, a.k.a. George Pickens, we, who I've been a fan of since he was in high school, but we've seen, like, with Kenny. Kenny's going to him. So we know that that to me that's that's wide receiver one. Kenny's showing that that's my guy. The bad thing is some he's a rookie love there. <laughs> you said the bad thing, the bad is, thing what? is he's a, he's a rookie. So of course when people saying he's not the answer, he threw three picks in his first game against the Jets. But he's a rookie. He's playing behind the office of line. Like let's be clear, he came in. Oh yeah, half. I'm sorry. He didn't even play the first game. Yeah, the first half. Right. Yeah. Like he. But the first half, line is not he threw good. three picks. Okay, whatever. And the, the crazy thing is, if Mitchell Trubisky threw those same three picks, they would have run amok. They would have run amok in that stadium. Um, when I tell you I was sick to my stomach in knowing at that half point that the Steelers had no choice but to bring in Kenny Pickett because that crowd was just out of it and just sick. They were sick. They were just – they were nasty. That's that's really one way to describe it. They were so nasty that Tomlin and his team had no choice but to bring in Kenny Pickett. It was just yeah, literally a breath of fresh air to that stadium. And um, he Kenny Pickett could do no wrong. He could do no wrong. <laughs> well, you know how it is. He played at Pitt. He was there for five years. He played at that stadium. So, I mean, Mitch was was in the bad – I'm not going to say bad situation because he signed up for a reason. Mm-hmm. They signed up for a reason. He's the – the guy, the, not not to be the guy, but I mean, we know really he's not. He wasn't gonna lead y'all to a Super Bowl, but he was there, so the guy y'all drafted could develop. Well, that changed, but also too, I'm not a fan of Matt Canada. The offensive line is, I mean, people, you can't do anything when your offensive line doesn't give you time to throw the ball. As soon as you catch the snap, you're you're running out the huddle. I mean, out the pocket. I mean, look at Kenny. Yeah. He, he had the same issues. He just has a he just has a quicker release. Where he can just get the ball, get rid of the ball. Mitch yeah, and I seems think that, like, yeah, I think hmm. that's probably um, a, a big reason why they they were okay with the jump. Um, but Mitch was playing playing to lose a to not lose a job, right? Um, and and Kenny's not, Kenny has nothing to lose. He did. He has nothing to lose. He's they drafted him. He's you know the 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 guy of the future. Um, he's playing like it with, you know, a chip on his shoulder and all, all that good stuff that you want. Uh, unfortunately, Mitch didn't have that luxury because he was playing, you know, for a job and to keep his job and, and for the respect of the fans. That's the, the sickening part about it. The fans weren't even behind this man. And it's just it's just sad. It's that was sad. a sad part. You can tell in the preseason game they, they had on NFL, our first preseason game on NFL Network. Mitch in the game is OK. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny comes in the game in a preseason game, and he was the third quarterback, I believe. 
Yeah, he was, wow. and then they moved him up to second. I think the first preseason game he was third, and then they moved him to to second shortly after. Yeah, I'm like, they, I'm like, wow, third string rookie quarterback, they champ from like that, but. Yeah, that's no. how it, that's how it is. I mean, these these fans in Pittsburgh do not play. Um, so I'll ask you, I'll ask you, just given your experience in the league, um, and I'm not gonna say Carolina was amazing um, during your your time there, but how does a team turn it around? Like TJ Watt probably won't be coming back into the buy until uh, after the buy, which is in November. Um, so so. My what do they advice, do? How can they was, can they can they fix it? <laughs> if it was if it was me, y'all want y'all one and four. All right, y'all have the Bucks. Give me your next three games if you know. So they have yes, I know them. So you got the Bucks, you got Miami, and then you have uh, the the Eagles. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny. <laughs> so y'all y'all could possibly be one and seven. And the bye week's not to November. Yeah. If, if it's me, I'm telling TJ, you know what, bro? Shut it down. What? You're telling him not to come back? Just get healthy. Because the in, those type of injuries, and if you look at his brother, when JJ started having injuries, it was every year. The body started tearing apart, tearing mm-hmm. apart. You know going into next year, Kenny Pickett's the guy. Mm-hmm. Next year, y'all not going to be like this. I know for a fact. Not a Mike Thomas team. I'm sorry. No way. What do you think some of the changes, like drastically, I, I would imagine Matt Canada being gone, being one of them, but what do you think? <laughs> Matt Canada fixed that offensive line and the identity of the football team because everybody knows when you're playing Pittsburgh now, 22 is getting the ball. That's easy for me as a defensive coach to know, like I'm watching the film on y'all. I'm not worried about the quarterback because he can't throw the offensive line. We know 22 is getting the ball. We load the box up. So y'all need to re- redefine your identity where it's like it's balanced into it where you let Najee is a second-year player taking all these bumps and bruises. He's not going to last long with all those carries. He, he, he led the lead in carries as a rookie. Yeah, well, I think this year they have Jalen Warren. and Jaylen He needs Warren- to use more. He is. He he actually is going to be used more. Um, I think they're realizing that, and it, it's something to that people are really taking to heart. Um, I don't subscribe to any type of slander, and especially not Najee Harris slander. Um, but I will absolutely get on board and and celebrate having a good number two back. Um, it's it's, and I hate that people feel like they have to pick sides. Like you don't have There's to no pick sides. Side. It's about winning depth at the end is the of the thing. Day. You want depth on your team in any position. So um, I, I subscribe to celebrating both people in that position. And I, you will see Jalen Warren getting more more burn. You just will. It's just it's just gonna I, happen. Look at the successful it's office. The benefit exactly. of the team. Look what Kansas City did. No, you know I'm gonna give you Buffalo. The team y'all just played Sunday. Look at their first two years. Rookie quarterback. He wasn't right. They went and got him a receiver. Well, you guys have George Pickens. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fix the offensive line and get your identity right. Where it's like, all right, Canada, if you're gonna stay, you need to be balanced with everything. Mm-hmm. You warm. Mm-hmm. Let Kenny be comfortable. He's not an under the center quarterback. You got to use implement the RPO in the spread game. 
quick game, quick throws from. Because again, your offensive line is not the best. Yeah. Um, I think they did a little bit better in the beginning. Um, again, the Buffalo game, which is what it was. And 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 I think Kenny impressed the world, right? Uh just, he did though. He made some just, great throws. Yeah, just being tough. Um, I, I hate the word swagger. Uh, and I can't remember swagger. some of the things. I, I know, I just don't like it. I think it's really cliche and just kind of old to me. But um he he really was tough. He was he was it was no really anything else around that. Like you want a guy that's gonna go out there um and, and fight with, with with the rest of them, you know. You unfortunately we don't have a Tom Brady that a quarterback that can't get touched. <laughs> so, you know, to have one that's gonna be hey, I mean Ben Roethlisberger probably one of those one of those tough quarterbacks to stand in the pocket and take a sack and, and take a hit because one, it took a lot of people to get him down. <laughs> and he was one of the tough quarterbacks to sack and he yeah. got sacked a lot because he wasn't scared to just stand there in the pocket and, and get it done. But now we got a quarterback that actually can move too. So <laughs> I'm thankful. I'm not complaining there. Y'all just gotta get back to you gotta get back to Pittsburgh still the football. Like the team I'm watching now, and again, it's interesting part of the game, but I have I don't watch the sellers like you, but just watching Mike Tomlin being a fan of his, I have never seen his team like this. You know, it's, <laughs> but again, I don't watch him like you, so that's why it's, it's a shock Yeah, I, we've seen an 0-4 team, right? Um, and, and years and years ago, uh, oh, go, them going 0-4, and Tomlin kind of got to put his foot down, and they finished the season 8-8. Eight eight. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. The team hasn't won a game without T.J. Watt. I don't know. Uh, it's crazy. Um, I, I said this before. I've said it again. Back in, the, you know, for so many years, you thought you could not see Ben Roethlisberger go down. A Steelers fan's worst nightmare was losing Ben Roethlisberger. And now yeah. the Steelers' worst nightmare is not having a T.J. Watt. It's crazy how the tides have turned. Um, but, yeah, you can't win without T.J. Watt. Just like you thought you couldn't win without Ben, <laughs> T.J. is the new Ben Roethlisberger. That's why I say if I'm if I'm 1-7, if, if we're under 500, if we have two or three wins by the time he, the bye week comes and we have eight losses, I'm not playing them. Really? You know what? Because I'm just looking at his the history, of, the injury history of his family. His brother suffered when JJ got that first injury after winning the deepest player of the year. It's like everything nagging, nagging, nagging. Oh so. man, I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens um, because I I just can't see them rolling over yet. And I, you know what I think it's going to depend on? It's going to depend on how reachable. The division still is, and that's just—I think it, that's the math. That's true because it's—it's it's, it's still right there. If y'all can win two of the next three games, y'all next three games, then we talking something because the division is not. Yeah, it's not—it's not, like not, it's not like a far leap. Um, it's usually always kind of close. It's, you know, the Steelers are at the bottom right now. I don't really know what that means, but you know, I know what it means. But it's just—it's some place that we're not used to being at the bottom. So. Uh, you know, it's still not out. We're all we're one and one in the division. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals are are zero and two. Uh, the Browns See? are one and zero, and the Ravens are one and zero in the division. And the Browns are going to be the Browns. They're going <laughs> to they going to Brown. Yeah, but I mean, so, like, they get the Sean Watson. You know, week eleven. Who knows what that brings to them? Um, you know. I, mm, 
I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I do believe the Browns are always going to be the Browns, no matter yeah. who they have there. But uh, for the sake of argument, if y'all win Sunday, then then we talk about something. Do you really think this Tom Brady's going to pick these guys apart? Like that's just the secondary, whatever is left of it, whatever is able to show up on that field on Sunday. I just I can't see Tom Brady not just dismantling. It, it, it should be easy for him. I'm a fan of Tom Brady. The best quarterback of all time. I've been watching him all my life. But I have scenes where it's like he's gonna pick these people apart and it goes in and this team is like playing lights out. Mm. I don't know. I I I just can't see it. Uh other I mean we, we should see a different Steelers team Sunday. I'm talking about attitude wise though. Yeah, no, I, I hope they go in there angry. It is a home game. I just hope the crowd. I'm begging. I am begging Steeler Nation at this point. Can you guys show up for your defense? Can Can you help them out this Sunday? That's what I need because I can't stand to sit in Acushire Stadium and listen to those fans sit there as if they're at a movie and be quiet. Your defense they need needs you on every single That's crazy to me. They need well, they need to act like kitties on defense so they can cheer them. They do. That's the only time they want to cheer. They, they absolutely do. Um, they need you. That team should not be begging for crowd noise. So just act accordingly if you're going to be in the stadium. And if you're not going to cheer, go home. Watch it from home. It's fine. You can watch it from there. But you're not at the movies. So make noise and be a full participant in this team. And I don't want to hear about nobody complaining <laughs> if you ain't participating. <laughs> so wait, that's why it's called home field advantage because you can like if yeah. if Tom Brady can go in the huddle and in the line and and make all types of audibles and changes clear as day to the point where I can hear what the heck he's saying. That's a problem. It's a problem with the fan base. Problem. Hmm. They gotta fix that. <laughs> you know what y'all should do? Y'all first trump. If y'all have a top ten pick next year, offensive lineman. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't. I don't know what it's looking like in the draft pool right now, but for sure, um, even unless, our unless Will Anderson. Up, well, unless y'all can get Will Anderson. Mm, okay. No, you get Will Anderson. You might have a fan of me right there. Oh well, well I, I'm taking that's all my fans. That's my fandom favorite college lacking. The fandom's lacking right now. We got to get the fans back on board. That's why I do not refer to myself as a fan. I just can't do it. I can't subscribe to this type of behavior. <laughs> yeah, These fans on Twitter been going, they've been going wild on Twitter. Yeah, they have no home training, they have no loyalty. It's you know, whatever way the winds blows, they go, and I'll just be waiting for them to come back to the other side, come back to reality. Um, you know, they in my mind, they had a choice between Mitchell Trubisky and Matt Canada, and they chose Matt Canada over Mitch Trubisky. And now they see they still have the same freaking problem. Like the problem same, didn't go. Same problem. It didn't go. Same well. problem. So um, they drew that line in the sand when I felt it was too premature to draw and enforce the hand of that that team, that coaching staff, and in that leadership to make that decision to go with Kenny Pickett. And you know I've been saying it. I didn't want Kenny to play, um, you know, this soon, but. Because I was there, I felt every piece of me was like, I sat, I sat there really like sat back and was like, dang, they have to, they have to put him in. And it was, it was, it was a it was a bad, sad that moment for me to even game have game four, correct? Number four, right? Uh the Jets game. What was that? Week four? Yeah. We'll say it was week 
for. But um, yeah. I felt I felt like I had a gut feeling that he would play this year, but I didn't think it would be week four. You know, I figured they at least go go through Mitch the first half of the season and say, okay, let's see what we have. Let's go. But after you tell me how the crowd was, and I was like. And then the way Tomlin was talking, it's like you could tell Tomlin really didn't, in my opinion. He didn't want to. He didn't to. want to do like, it. Yeah. He didn't want to. I just felt like it was just so much going on. Um, you know, some of the plays that weren't getting made weren't even Mitch's fault. But because it's Mitch and you have an option for another guy, they're they're screaming Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. And it's just, it's a distraction. It's just, it's, it's awful. And and then the 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 receivers are probably, you know, feeling some type of way and drop passes, yeah. and they blame the quarterback for drop passes. Yeah, man, it's, it was it was I, sad. It was sad. I don't know like what Claypool and Deontay yet. I don't know where they at. They on so. the field. They are definitely on the field. And, just uh, out there, just to run. I think they're gonna. I think we'll see an improvement. Um, you know, and then with the switch of the quarterback, you also have to understand there's still a level of adjustment there. Um, yes. Kenny and George Pickens do have some chemistry. Uh, you know, they 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 got that in camp too. So um I love to see it on the field though. I love it. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Coach Chris, I just want build, people to just know, build around George Pickens. Yeah, just give it get about George <laughs> KP to GP. I I want people to know where they can follow you, Coach Chris, because you know. He's going to be uh, back coaching in the NFL soon. So I want to make sure people have you on their radar. So tell them where they can follow you. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach C.D. Clark. And Instagram's the same, Coach C.D. Clark. I'd rather be on Instagram. Catch me on Twitter, though. Okay. And you can catch us every Monday through Friday. Yes. Sports and Coffee. Sports and 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Monday through Friday, y'all. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. And I'll catch you. No, thank you. Hi. Thanks. Man. I appreciate you. Uh -huh.